Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. What an honor and a privilege it is to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. He alone is worthy of our praises. Amen. Amen. We're thankful that you've come to worship with us tonight. Let's just come together. Amen. And enjoy the presence of God. Let's lift him up. Let's watch what God can do in this house tonight. Amen. Worship the Lord with us. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Lift your hands and let's love him in this place. He's worthy to be praised, worthy to be lifted up. Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. And no one will. Who can stand? Who can stand against the King? No one can. And no one Victory belongs to him. Oh, oh, victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. So who can stand? Who can stand against the Lord? No. Oh 
this was bought with precious blood. The feeling that we feel tonight is priceless. The feeling that we feel tonight was bought with blood that is just a priceless, a priceless cost. Hallelujah. It cost our Savior everything. And here we are, basking in his glory and in his presence. What a powerful name it is. What an opportunity we have. We want to start off by saying thank God that we have a praise report tonight. Hallelujah. We prayed Sunday. We prayed Monday for Sister Samantha. In the early hours of Tuesday morning, God moved. We don't exactly know all that he did, but he did something because when she went in for her scans, she had great results. Hallelujah. The doctor even marveled and said that she, that she did not expect such great results. But thank God we know who the healer is. He can reach down in the wee hours of the morning and he can touch your body just like he did for Sister Samantha. Let's rejoice for a moment. Come on, let's give God some praise for his goodness and his mercy and his miracle working power. a healer. Ooh. We've got a few needs that we want to take before the Lord. Of course, we've had some people to call in and wanted their names added to our list on the screen that, that will uh, go forward. And so we want to pray for those people that are on our screens. But also we want to lift up uh, Brother Tony Spell. You know, we requested prayer, and we prayed for him on Sunday, and he went to court. I believe Monday he went to court. And uh, the, what the report is is that the judge did not rule in his favor. He could have squashed it right there where he, at his level, but now it's going higher, and it's going to a different court. I don't know all the details, but I say let's put this thing on public display where every movie or not every movie camera but every video camera every biased media person CNN NBC whatever whatever it is is got their camera pointed at Tony Spell and he begins to tell about what God can do what God is going to do and watch the whole world deliver him out of the hands of the enemy I claim it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to pray for him. We want to pray for Brother JB and Sister Debbie Boyd. They, they need our prayers this evening. I want to pray for Sister Tanya. She's at home tonight with a terrible migraine. We want to pray for her. We want to pray for the family of Sister James Goggins. As some of you may know, just a little while ago, I'm not sure exactly how long ago, but 
she passed away. And so most of us here know Sister Jane Scoggins, precious, precious saint of God. We want to uh, pray for her family, pray for healing, and whatever they need. In Jesus' name, comfort. In Jesus' name. So we have many needs to bring before the Lord, and I know that there are needs in our congregation here tonight. And if you'd like to have the ministry to lay hands on you and pray the prayer of faith, you're more than welcome to come up and we will do so. But in the meantime, why don't we raise our hands, lift our voices, and draw our attention towards the throne room of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And let's pray and let's seek his face. Everybody stretch your hands up. Let's close our eyes and let's go before the Lord in prayer. My God, in the powerful name of Jesus. Come on, saints, I want to hear you pray in Jesus' name. We pray, God, that you would touch Brother J.B. and Sister Debbie Boyd, God. Heal them. Set them free, God, from the feelings in their body, God. Set them free, I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, from the sickness that they're feeling. Hallelujah, God. And we pray for Brother Tony Spell. We pray that you would show your power, your delivering, working power, God. On his behalf, God, as he goes on display amongst the, the, the land of the people, God, I pray that you would show him favor in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would gird him up with strength and power in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We pray for Sister Tanya Kent that you would help her, heal her, God, right now of her migraine in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, Lord, that you touch the family of Sister Scoggins. God, we pray that you would reach down and touch her. Heal the family, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Touch the family, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God. Give them the strength that they need. In the powerful name of Jesus, we ask you, God, that you would comfort them. God, that you would gird them up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, I just feel that we ought to just raise our hands right now toward heaven. And I wish that you would just speak something into his ear right now. Something that maybe you've not spoken in a long time. Jesus, we love you. We praise you and we bless you, precious God. Hallelujah, you are so good, God. You hear our every prayer, God. You are attentive unto our cries. Hallelujah. Your word declares that your ears are not heavy that they cannot hear. Neither is your hand shortened that it cannot save. We thank you. We bless you. <laughs> and God, we magnify you. Why don't we just all give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Let this sanctuary resound with the sound of your praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give it to you. All right, praise God. Somebody say glory to God. In the highest. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Higher praise. We're here tonight to give God higher praise, the highest praise. Hallelujah. The highest praise that we can offer up to him is certainly not enough for what he rightfully deserves from us tonight. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. I guess there's not a, a word in the English language that would justify the praise that he deserves tonight. Praise God. But we say hallelujah. We say hosanna. Praise God. We say all of those words that the Bible tells us to say. Hallelujah. And just hope that that is adequate enough, amen, for him, amen, to, uh, for us to get his attention. And I believe that it is tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we're serving tonight. Brother Rose going to take the young folks back tonight. Praise God for a youth service. And hallelujah. Let's just pray that God would bless them back there tonight. Amen. Bless them back there tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Got your Bibles turned to Psalms 23 tonight. Psalms 23. Hallelujah. I want to bring, since all the young people are out of here tonight, right now, I want to bring uh, our attention as adults in the house of God tonight. Praise God. I want to bring your attention to some things that are going on in the church while we're having church. There's a whole lot of young people going out of the church. There's a whole lot of young boys that are going out of church, young ladies, several young ladies are going out of the church, and some of them are staying gone for long periods of time. Praise God. So uh, we, need, we need everybody's eyes open. We need everybody's ears open. We need to be alerted to the fact that there may be, there, there may be some folks coming to church here with ill intentions. Praise God. I don't know why, why they are coming. I don't know what reasons they are coming. Praise God, some of them. Hallelujah, but they are here. Amen. We're going to do the best that we can to try to help them to be saved. Praise God. We're going to preach to them. We're going to, amen, pray for them if they come around the altars and pray. Hallelujah. But uh, I just want everybody's eyes and ears to be open tonight. Praise God. If you see young people going in and out of the church and staying gone for 15 to 20 minutes at a time, hallelujah, you got my permission to go check on them. Praise God. Check every Sunday school room. Check every room in the building. Praise God. Because you never know what could be happening right under, amen, this very roof tonight. Praise God. You don't know what could be happening under this very roof. While we're in here worshiping God, having church, praise God. I know young people can be young people. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, amen. And uh, we don't want anything uh, against God, we don't want anything going wrong contrary to what God has planned for this building tonight. Praise God. So let's just be alerted to that. Amen. And if you see young people going in and out, in and out, hallelujah, then you have my permission to go check on them tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Psalms chapter 23, Psalms chapter 23, verses 1, 2, and 3, the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside the still waters. 
He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Praise God. I want you to give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight, if you would, and you can be seated tonight. Hallelujah. I want to focus my message tonight, praise God, and this is not what I was going to be preaching to you this past Sunday. Praise God, God has taken me in a different direction. Hallelujah. But verse 3 says, He restoreth my soul. Praise God. He restoreth my soul. And I want to focus my attention on those, uh, those few words there tonight. Praise God. But those four words, He restoreth my souls. We, we are living in the DIY generation. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you know what that means, but if you don't know what it means tonight, then I will tell you what it means. Hallelujah. We are living in the do-it-yourself generation. DIY generation. Do-it-yourself generation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Google has taught folks how, how to repair sheetrock, how to change brake shoes on their cars, how to wire electrical outlets in their homes. Praise God. Amen. You can go on Google and you can find how to fix a refrigerator, a stove, a furnace. Hallelujah. All of the things, all of the things, amen, that we used to have to pay experts to come, amen, to our homes and do for us now. Hallelujah. If you are a brave heart, if you're a brave soul and you want to try to do that, amen, for yourself, then you can go on Google and you can learn how to do, amen, all of these things. Praise God. We now can do a lot of things for ourselves that we used to think I could never do for myself. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this DIY generation are saving a lot of money. Saving a lot of money. And that's a good thing, right? It's always good to save money. Praise God. So uh, this generation is saving a lot of money by learning how to do things themselves. Praise God. There's a 24 hour, there's 24 hour shows, amen, that come on TV that tell us how to restore old homes. Hallelujah. You can, amen, tune in and watch it 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. How to restore an old home. How to decorate a home. Praise God. There's 24-hour-a-day shows that come on and tell you how to restore an old car. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's one right after another, right after another, right after another. Amen. Hallelujah. But oddly enough, nobody's talking about restoring the soul. Hallelujah. Restore a home, restore an automobile, restore furniture. Hallelujah. We can, we can learn how, amen, to do all of those things for ourselves tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. But oddly enough, nobody's talking about restoring the soul. Amen. Saving our souls tonight is more important than saving money. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to save money. If you want to try some of this stuff on your own, uh, go for it. Do it. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people have learned to do a lot of things that they never thought that they would ever be able to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, amen. We have to look to the Word of God, amen, for answers to the problem, amen, of having our souls restored, right? Hallelujah. You can't tune in to just any channel, amen, anywhere and find out how to restore the soul. Amen. David says it this way. He restores or restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. Amen. David is letting us know right up front it ain't something I can do for myself. 
Hallelujah. It ain't something you can do for yourself. Hallelujah. If your soul needs to be restored, amen, then he restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. The word restoreth is used twice in the, in the entire Bible. In the entire scriptures, praise God. It is used in Psalms chapter 23, amen, and it is also used in Mark chapter 9 and verse 12, where it says, Elias, verily goeth, cometh for Elias verily cometh first and restoreth all things. That scripture is talking about John the Baptist, amen, coming to the nation of Israel and restoring their hearts Amen, to a place where they could receive, amen, their Messiah. Praise God. Hallelujah. John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. His job, amen, was to restore, amen, their soul or restore their hearts, hallelujah, so that their soul could receive God. The Hebrew word for restoreth is S-H-O-O-B. I don't know that I could pronounce that, but it's S-H-O-O-B, or that's the English translation of the Hebrew word, S-H-O-O-B, shub. Amen. It means to turn back, to return to the starting point. Amen. To bring back home again, to rescue, to restore. Hallelujah. The one, the one New Testament word used in Mark chapter, uh, uh, chapter 9 and verse 12, the Greek word, which I, is about that long and I cannot even attempt to uh, pronounce it, it simply means to restore. Hallelujah. Restoreth is simply restore with an E-T-H added at the end. Hallelujah. Do you hear me tonight? Amen. Restoreth my soul. The word restoreth is simply restore with an E-T-H added at the end. Praise God. Which means to me, amen, it is something that God does quite often or that God does on a regular basis for us. He restoreth. He continually restores us. Hallelujah. He restoreth our soul. Hallelujah. John the Baptist came preaching repentance. Amen. Which would restore or prepare the hearts of the people to receive their Messiah, Jesus Christ. He cried out to them, repent, turn around. Amen. Turn away. Amen. Come back to your starting point. Hallelujah. Come back to God with all of your hearts. Praise the Lord. Some of us think tonight, some of us think that we were restored when we surrendered our hearts to Jesus and started serving him. Praise God. Hallelujah. We look at that initial, amen, coming to God, amen, and uh, surrendering our lives to God and surrendering our hearts to God. We look at that as, as that time that God restored us. Praise God. And amen, tonight, that is absolutely true. Amen. When you came and you repented and you got baptized in water in Jesus' name and you got filled with the Holy Ghost, God restored you. God restored you. Hallelujah. But I'm here tonight to tell you that's the first time he restored you. That's the first time he restored you, and that was the first time he restored me. Hallelujah. How many times has he had, amen, to restore us since that first time? How many times has he had to restore us since that first time? Praise God. What do I mean by that tonight? Praise God. 
living for God and serving God, amen, includes being led by the Spirit of God, right? Obeying the will of God in our lives, amen. But how many times have we simply, how many times have you and I started down a path in life without even asking God, is this direction, is this the direction you want me to go in? Hallelujah. Amen. We, we are to be led by the Spirit of God, but we got a will of our own. Amen. And if we're not, amen, right where we need to be with God, our will, amen, can supersede the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We can get in our own will. We can get in our own way. We can be, amen, following our own decisions and not the decisions that God wants us, amen, to follow in. Praise God. Hallelujah. So how many times have we started down that path? Amen. In life, without even asking God, is this the direction that you want me to go? Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, today, amen. Hallelujah. This generation is a people on the move. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Praise God tonight. Hallelujah. We are the generation that's on the move. Amen. We're here one day, we're there the next day, we're somewhere else the next day. Praise God. Hallelujah, we're going, 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 going. Amen. Sometimes without direction, just wandering through life, chasing our own dreams, chasing our own directions, chasing our own, amen, desires. Hallelujah. As children of God, if we get in our, in our own self-will, amen, we'll start chasing our own dreams and following our own will. Amen. But you know, we're the children of God, right? We're born again. We're spirit-filled. Hallelujah. We may be spirit-filled, but that don't mean that we are always spirit-led. We're spirit-filled, but are we spirit-led tonight? Hallelujah. I've watched people. I've been pastoring for nearly, I don't know, too many years to count now. I've watched people move off from a good church to some city that didn't even have a church or didn't have a good church, amen, to go to. But, amen, that city promised, amen, them a good job offer. Amen, they had a good job offer in this city or that city or, or this town or that town. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the job offer just looked, amen, so enticing. Praise God. To a lot of these people, praise God. And it got to the point, amen, that they decided that money took preeminence over having a good church to attend. Hallelujah. So they moved off, amen, to this town or that town or this city or that city. Hallelujah. Amen. And every one of them moved off, amen, with a promise, amen, of finding them a good church to attend. Hallelujah. A lot of those folks, they may have went and visited a few churches in the area. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, most of the time, none of those churches were what they were really looking for. Amen. So they settled for not going to church at all. Hallelujah. They left. Amen. A good town, a good job, a good church, and they moved off. Amen. To another city without a church. Hallelujah, with the promise to find them a good church. Amen. And after just searching for a few weeks, they decided there wasn't any good churches there, so 
Hallelujah. They just settled to not going to church at all. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I say this tonight? Some folks don't ever recover from that scenario. Some folks don't ever recover from that. Thank God I've known a few who woke up, amen, to what the devil had done to them, and they cried out to God, and God restored them and led them either back home, amen, or he led them to a good church, amen, where they could be restored on a regular basis. Thank God some of those families, amen, didn't settle for not going to church. They didn't want to go to a charismatic church. They didn't want to go to a loose church. Amen. They didn't want to go to a church. Hallelujah. That was totally different than what they were used to. Hallelujah. Amen. They woke up and realized that the devil had pulled the wool over their eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. So they went on an all uh, uh, an outright search. Hallelujah. For a good church to attend. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what is my point here tonight in saying all of that? Amen. Being restored is not a one-time deal. Being restored is not a one-time deal. David said, he restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 in verse 24, hallelujah, a man that hath friends must first show himself friendly. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Praise God. We, we, we say a lot about those scriptures, praise God, in teaching the Word of God, teaching outreach, teaching soul winning, and all this other stuff, praise God. We like to use that verse of Scripture, praise God. Let everybody know, hey, amen, you're not going to win anybody to church if you're not friendly toward them, hallelujah. You're not going to win anybody to church unless you show kindness, amen, toward them, praise God. Hallelujah, amen. We read that and we try to put it in action, amen, by being friendly with people in the church, with saints of God, Amen. And then we go out to work. Amen. And we decide, amen, we're going to be friendly to the sinners as well. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hallelujah. If a man's going to have friends, he must first show himself friendly tonight. Hallelujah. So if we're going to win anybody, we got to show ourselves friendly. Praise God. Well, amen. Being friendly leads to friendships. Being friendly leads to friendships. Amen. And that's where you got to be a little bit careful. Hallelujah. That's when saints of God have got to be just a little bit careful tonight. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. We, we want to be kind. We want to be supportive. We want to be helpful. Amen. And we don't want to seem judgmental or hostile. Amen. Toward people. Hallelujah. In general. In general. We don't want, amen, people looking at us thinking that, hey, amen, they're judgmental. They're hostile toward me. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what we've been accused of. Amen. The apostolic church has been accused of that. Amen. For many, many, many years. Hallelujah. Amen. But it just ain't so. Hallelujah. Not completely. 
There may be elements, amen. There may be elements of the apostolic church that, that take on a judgmental attitude, a hostile attitude, hallelujah, toward anybody, sinner or saint, hallelujah. But it ain't everybody, thank God. But our motive, our motive has got to be pure. Hang with me tonight. We want to help people find God, right? That's our mission in life. Help somebody find God. Help somebody find God. Hallelujah. We want to be instrumental in helping people find God. You can't do that unless you get close to them. Amen. We, we, wanna, we want to lead people to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And we should constantly look for opportunities to share the gospel with them. Praise God. Hallelujah. But here's where it gets a little iffy tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Friends like to hang out with friends. Amen. So while you are trying to be a positive influence on those people, amen, while you're trying to be the positive influence that they need, amen, be mindful of this, amen, are they being more of an influence on you than you are on them? Hallelujah. We got we to gotta weigh this thing out, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to be strong tonight. Amen. To be the positive influence. Amen. That sinners need in their lives. Right? Hallelujah. Amen. But when they start having a greater influence on us than we do in, on them, amen, in a negative way, praise God, if they start pulling us in the wrong direction, Praise God. If you have sinner friends, you need to make it clear that you can't go just anywhere they decide to go. And you can't do just everything and anything that they feel comfortable in doing. Hallelujah. See, in saving others, we got to also save ourselves. Hallelujah. In saving others, you know, the Bible says save yourselves. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Come on now. Hallelujah. We got to, in saving others and in our desire to save others, hallelujah, we've also got to make sure, amen, that we stay saved ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you don't feel comfortable, amen, with going where they go and you don't feel comfortable in getting involved in what they are doing, amen, then you just got to simply say, hey, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Amen. So I won't be there. Hallelujah. How many times have young people, amen, new converts even, gotten so wrapped up in their worldly friends that before you know it, they're out there, hallelujah, amen, they're out there and the sinners have taken the leading role and the child of God has taken the following role. That's why, amen, we've got to be careful with this stuff. Young people, praise God. Hallelujah. I know you want to be friendly, and I know you want to befriend people, and I, don't, I know you, amen, you want to be joyful and happy and all this stuff, and all that stuff is fine and well. Hallelujah. Amen. If anybody, amen, if anybody's ever going to be a soul winner, hallelujah, they got to show themselves friendly. 
Amen. But when the other side, when those sinner friends of yours start having a greater impact on you than you're having on them, amen, then you got to say, wait a minute here. I can't go everywhere they go and I can't do everything that they do. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's make sure, amen, that the role that we take is not, amen, the follower. Amen. We've got to be the leaders in this stuff, right? Hallelujah. All right. But thank God, amen, when that happens, some of them at least will wake up and see the errors of their ways and they'll come and they'll fall in an altar and discover, amen, that the Lord, amen, is the one that restoreth their souls. Hallelujah. Why am I saying that tonight? Amen, because there's so many young people, so many new converts have fell into that trap of sin. Hallelujah. And once they fall into that trap of sin, they feel like there ain't no hope for them. Amen. Until they come to the house of God. Amen. And the Spirit of God gets them moving. Uh, amen. And they come and they fall in an altar. Amen. And they discover that it's the Lord that restores their soul. Hallelujah. That's what happened around here Sunday. Amen. That's what happened around the house of God here Sunday. Amen. The spirit of the restorer, amen, began to move on hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. It all just about started, amen, with the young people. Praise God. Amen. The young people were the first to begin to move toward the altars. Amen. I, I, I watched as young people gathered around the altars and then adults, amen, began to gather around the altar. I, I watched as young people lay prostrate on the floor. Amen. Some stood with their hands raised. Some kneeled at the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. Tears running down their cheeks, weeping, crying. Amen. Out to God. Hallelujah. Young people. Amen. And when you see a host of young people, amen, uh, on their own, uh, amen, uh, the Spirit of God touching them, and, and they fill up the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. Then you know one thing for sure. Some of them, at least, had fallen into a few traps that the devil had set for them. And they knew that they needed to pray. Thank God they knew they needed to pray. Amen. How many of the young people had fallen into a trap of the devil? I don't know. Amen. But I can assure you that there were several, amen, up here crying and praying and seeking God that had, amen, fell into a few traps that the devil had set for them. Amen. And when the Spirit of God got to move in Sunday morning, amen, they knew they needed to pray. They knew they needed to repent. Praise God. And when they moved to do that, hallelujah, amen, they discovered that their shepherd, their shepherd, amen, he restoreth their souls. Hallelujah. Come on now, hallelujah. Amen. We need people to learn that very quickly. We need young people to learn that very quickly. Hallelujah, that when you fall into a trap of the devil, amen, you don't have to torment yourself, amen, for the rest of your life over falling into that trap. Amen. There's an altar you can run to. There's a God that you can, amen, call, call out on. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you call out on him, he will come and restore your soul. 
after prayer Sunday morning, I saw young people and adults as well walking around with big smiles on their faces. Amen. Happy that they prayed. Happy that they sought God. Happy that they went to the altar. Amen. Hallelujah. Then the adults came to the altar. All age groups came and prayed. There were some that came to pray for others. Hallelujah. Kindly standing in. Amen. For others that were sick and not able to be in church. Hallelujah. So there were some that came and stood in for others. There were some who were praying for healing. There were some who were praying for miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. And all of us were reminded that we serve a shepherd. And he restoreth our soul. Hallelujah. Amen. He restoreth his sheep tonight. Hallelujah. He don't have to do it, but he does. Come on now. The difference between Saul and David. The difference between Saul who was rejected by God and David who was exalted by God was that David knew the value of repentance. Hallelujah, some of the things that David done, it makes you scratch your head. Hallelujah, amen, it, it just boggles your mind. Hallelujah, when you read some of the things that David did, hallelujah. But the key to David's success, hallelujah, was that David knew how to repent, hallelujah. David knew, amen, that his shepherd, if he repented, would restore his soul. Hallelujah, two psalms later, then Psalms 23, he restoreth my soul. Two Psalms later, in Psalms 25, verse 17 and 18 says this. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring me out of my distresses, David's crying out to God. Look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive all of my sins. Hallelujah. Psalms 23, David was declaring, amen, that his shepherd would restore his soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Two Psalms later, how much time went by? I don't know. I don't even know if the Psalms are in chronological order. Hallelujah. But two Psalms later, amen, David is crying out on God again. Hallelujah. Back it up to verse 17 if you would. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring thou me out of my distress. David was in distress again. Hallelujah. His heart was enlarged. Amen. Verse 18. Hallelujah. His heart was bothering him. His heart was troubled. Amen. Look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive all of my sins. Why was his heart hurting? Why was his heart, amen, enlarged? in his chest, pounding in his chest, hallelujah, because somewhere between Psalms 23 and Psalm 25, amen, David had sinned, and he was crying out to God again in repentance, hallelujah, amen, because he knew that if he was going to be restored, amen, his shepherd was going to be the one to restore him. In Psalms 86, verse 4 and 5, the Bible says, rejoice, the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good. 
Lord, you're good. And you're ready to forgive. And plenteous in mercy unto all of them that call upon thee. Hallelujah. Here, here's David again. There's a lot of things happen between Psalm 25 and Psalms 86 here. Hallelujah. David cried out, amen, again and again and again for God's help. Amen. For his restoration power to come to him again. Hallelujah. Amen. But he's crying out to God again in 86. He said, Lord, you're good and you're ready to forgive me. Amen. You're plenteous in mercy. Amen. Unto all of them that call upon thee. So David was extending that to us. He was wanting us to know. He was wanting me to know. He was wanting you to know. He was wanting the adults in the high praise tabernacle to know. Amen. If we mess up, if we make a mistake, hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. God is plenteous in mercy. Hallelujah. He's ready to forgive. Oh, I don't think some of you is hearing me tonight. I don't think some of you that need to hear me is hearing me tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Those scriptures and many others in the, in the book of Psalms, amen, reveal to us, amen, why. That's why God kept restoring David. And we need to rejoice with David. Hallelujah. You and I, we need to rejoice with David tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. We serve a God. Amen, that don't just give us one shot at this thing. Hallelujah, he's a God of second chances. Hallelujah. Amen, how about third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chances? Hallelujah. Amen, how about any number of chances? How many times has God restored you? How many times have God restored me in my 41 years of living for God? Hallelujah. How many times, amen, hallelujah, has God given me another chance after I messed up some way or another? Hallelujah. I didn't come in here tonight to legalize sin. Not my intention. I'm not in this pulpit tonight legalizing sin. Amen, I'm not here tonight to justify sin. And I'm not here tonight to condone sin. Praise God. In any shape, form, or fashion tonight. Hallelujah. I'm not justifying sin in any way. If you got sin in your life, you better be doing something about it while you can. Hallelujah. If you got sin in your life, you better be repenting of it. Amen. While you still got breath in your lungs and warm blood flowing through your body tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't come in here to condone sin. Amen. There is a big difference in closing our eyes to sin and trying to convince people to call on God and get forgiveness for their sins and being restored. There's a big difference there. Hallelujah. So I'm here tonight. I mean, I'm here tonight to tell you I'm not justifying sin. Amen. Condoning sin. Amen. Legalizing sin tonight. I'm just trying to help somebody know, amen, how to get forgiveness of that sin and how to get restored in God. Hallelujah. Psalms 51 and verse 12 is fitting here tonight. Amen. The psalmist David cried out in Psalms 51, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Evidently, David had fallen again. Amen. He'd lost the joy that he knew in God. 
In Psalms 51 and verse 12, he's crying out to God again, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Did you notice he didn't say the joy of my salvation? We misquote that scripture so many times, restoring to me the joy of my salvation. Hallelujah. Salvation don't belong to you. Salvation belongs to him. Amen. And all of our salvation is in him tonight. Amen. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. God, pick me up again. God, pick me up again. Uphold me again. How many times has God had to reach down and uphold us, amen, with the right hand of his righteousness? Cleansing us, justifying us, sanctifying us. Setting us free from any sin that we may have committed and repented over. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uphold me with our free spirit. I don't want to preach in a church where the spirit is bound. And I've been to churches, hallelujah, where, amen, it was hard to preach because the spirit of God was bound there. I've come to this pulpit at times, hallelujah, when there was issues, amen, in the body, hallelujah. And I found it was real hard to preach, amen, because the spirit of God was bound in the congregation, hallelujah. I don't want to preach in a church where the spirit of God is bound. Hallelujah. So if you start getting tight on me tonight, hallelujah. <laughs> I want to preach where the Spirit is free. Amen. I want to preach in the church, amen, that loves the free flow of the Holy Ghost. I want to preach in a church, amen, with a congregation, amen, is ready to worship God, amen, and feel after God, amen, and say to God, Lord, you have your way here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We need the free flow of the Holy Ghost to move and to work. Hallelujah. If it's free, it's moving. If the Spirit tonight is free, then it's moving. Amen. And if it's moving, that means God is restoring somebody. Hallelujah. Or he's trying to restore somebody. Hallelujah. He's trying to restore the joy of his salvation in his saints tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. We don't need to be walking around in this world with our heads hung low. Amen. Defeated, discouraged, down and out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. With condemnation on our heart and soul. Amen. Causing us to drop our head and walk around and looking down. Hallelujah. The Bible says for us to look to the hills. Amen. Look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help cometh from above. Our help cometh from the Lord. You can't get help looking down. Amen. You got to lift your eyes to the hills. Amen. You got to cry out to God. Hallelujah. And your help will come from above. Oh, hallelujah. The key to revival is God having the freedom to move in our services. You want to know the key to revival? Amen. It's us coming in here saying, God, amen, this service is yours. Hallelujah. You have your way today. You move, amen, and you work the way that you see fit here tonight. Hallelujah. The key to revival is God having freedom to move in our church. Amen. And revival is all about him restoring our souls. Hallelujah. Revival technically is not about sinners coming in. 
Hallelujah. Revival is reviving of the saints. Hallelujah. The reviving of the church. Hallelujah. The restoration of the church so that we can get out there. Amen. And then get busy. Amen. As soul winners. Hallelujah. All right. Reviving the church. Him restoring our souls. Restoration means he'll do it again. Amen. If we'll let him tonight, hallelujah. Here it is, nearly February. My God, didn't the month of January get away pretty quick? Time is flying, folks. I know there's still 24 hours in a day. I know there's still seven days in a week. I know there's still 365 days in a year. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you tonight, I'm telling you tonight, time is moving faster than it used to. Huh? It's moving. Hallelujah. So revival is, amen, he wants to restore our soul again. Joel chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. Uh, I want you to notice the first, the first statement in this verse of Scripture. I will restore, this is God talking, I will restore to you the years. I want that sink in. I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, that the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. Praise God. Then let me say, go back to verse 25. Hallelujah. You know what? I can't say... Amen, that I have raised a crop that the locust ate. Amen. I think I might have had a, a tomato or two or ten or a hundred. That little caterpillars and little bugs ate up in my garden. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I don't even know what a pie, yeah, I don't even know what these insects are. Hallelujah. But they were insects, amen, that ate up, amen, years worth of food, amen, for the children of Israel. Praise God. And God came on the scene in Joel, amen, chapter 2 and said, I'm going to restore to you the years that these things took away from you. Hallelujah. And here we are in 20. 21 now, I had to stop a minute, make sure I was getting it right. I will restore to you the years. Sadly tonight, some people will spend years wandering through one blunder after another. Hallelujah. Sadly to say, there will be some people that come to church, fall in love with God, fall in love with the church, Amen. Then they'll make a blunder. They'll make a mistake. They'll fall into some kind of sin. It doesn't have to even be a, a, a gross sin, a drastic sin. They make, amen, a, a, a few blunders. Hallelujah. Amen. And serving God. Hallelujah. And the devil jumps on their back. Amen. They walk away from church. They walk away from God. They go out there. Amen. And they wander through one blunder after another. Amen. Trying to fix things themselves. Remember, we in the DIY generation, do-it-yourself generation. Hallelujah. So we got people out there tonight that's just 
Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I talk to people, amen, about coming back to church. They say, well, I got to get this right. I got to get this straightened out. I got to get that straightened out. And when I get all this stuff straightened out, I'll see you in church, Brother Morrell. Hallelujah. And I say to every one of them, praise God, you don't have to get all those things straightened out to come to church. Amen. You got to come to church and let God move on you. Amen. And let God straighten that mess out. Hallelujah. Because you can't straighten it out yourself. But they're out there trying to fix things themselves. Amen. Don't seem like they're gaining any ground, getting anywhere. Hallelujah. Because they're trying to fix it themselves. When all they got to do is fall on their knees. Amen. And let the restoration power of God do for them what they cannot do. Amen. For themselves. Hallelujah. There's some things that you and I cannot fix tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said you can go on Google and learn how to fix anything. And we are the do-it-yourself generation. Somebody needs to go on Google tonight. At some I'm at the church. I don't even know what I'm talking about here. I don't know nothing about technology. But go on there and, hallelujah, ask Google or ask Siri or ask somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google, how do you fix a soul? I'd be interested in knowing the answer. Amen. If they even tried to answer, how do you fix a soul that needs to be restored? How do you do it? Hallelujah. Google don't have all of the answers. But God knows just how to restore us when we need restoring Hallelujah. Do you hear me tonight? Somebody needs to listen. God knows just how to restore us when we need restoring. Hallelujah. He's not going to restore your house. He's not going to come to your house and run an electrical line, amen, from the box, amen, to some bedroom or some room in your house. Hallelujah. God don't run electrical wires. You go on Google and learn how to do it. Amen. He's not going to put brake shoes on your cars. But you can go on Google and learn how to do it. Do it yourself. Amen. If you're brave enough to try it. Hallelujah. Amen. He's not going to restore your house. He's not going to restore your car. Amen. He's not going to restore your furniture. Amen. But he can and he will restore your soul. Hallelujah. He can and he will restore your soul tonight. He can and he will restore my soul tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's so wonderful to know that God knows when, amen, our souls need restoring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad, hallelujah, that I can say along with David, Psalms 23 and verse 3, he restoreth my soul. I can say that because I have lived through I don't know how many. I can't put a number on it. I have lived through and experienced many restorations, many restorings of my soul. Hallelujah, since I started serving God. And I'm not talking about I went out and done any gross sins. I hadn't went out and committed adultery and fornication and 
amen, ain't went out and done that drunk a fifth of vodka. And I ain't done any of that stuff since I started serving God. But you know, somewhere along the way, amen, when you get following your own ways and you kind of, amen, neglect that God wants us to be led by His Spirit, God wants us to follow His ways. When you get out there on your own sometimes, hallelujah, amen, you start thinking in ways that you shouldn't think. You start acting in ways you shouldn't act. Hallelujah. Come on now. Hallelujah. Somebody say, we are human, we are flesh. We are not God. Amen. Do you, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be open right now. I'm going to lay it on the line. <laughs> you know why I know I need it? I, 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 why I, need, I know I need it. Now, I'll get it right. Do you know why I know I needed to come to church on this Wednesday night? Two things happened this week that just almost put me over, over the top. <laughs> Amen. My daughter and son-in-law put some sod in their front yard and off to the side of the yard. They're getting ready to move into their house at the building. They put some sod out there. And I parked my truck out there, and the UPS driver, the day that they got the sod laid, the UPS driver came and ran right across their yard of sod. And when I heard the truck out there, I walked to see who it was. I saw the tire tracks in the sod, and I went ballistic. I started hollering at that guy. I said, what in the name of God are you doing? We just laid this sod. What are you doing running over this freshly laid sod? And he just looked at me with big eyes. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, sorry ain't good enough. The sod needs to be fixed. <laughs> oh, if, I, if it had been 45 years ago. Amen. Me and him might have been in a mud hole out there in the yard going around and around and around. But I came to my senses. And I said, God, forgive me of mine anger. <laughs> and I went back in the house. Today, this morning, the plumber came. And you know what he did? He backs up right onto the sod. It rained all night. The, the ground is just soggy wet. He backs up on the sod. I'm standing in the driveway. I see him when he does it. And I walk over to the man's windshield because it went all over me. And I said, what in the name of God are you doing? Can't you see this sod? <laughs> ah! He said, well, I had to turn around. I said, there's plenty of places to turn around. You don't have to drive on the freshly laid sod to turn around and mashed it all in. I felt like reaching through his red Chevrolet truck window and grabbing him by the nap of the neck and pulling him out there and just having it out there in the mud. Just, <laughs> I'm confessing. How many preachers would be that honest with you? I felt like it. 
But we had a little bit of a conversation there, and he apologized, and, and I calmed down, and I walked back in the house. Hallelujah, and I found me somewhere to pray, and I said, Lord, you need to restore my soul. Because <laughs> I had some feelings just now that I probably shouldn't have had. I had some thoughts just now, amen, that should not have went through my little pea brain up there. But they did, and I repent, amen. So God, will you restore me and not let me go to hell over those thoughts I just had? <laughs> Now, if I can be that honest with you, come on now. I ain't going to ask you to get up and confess your sins and your faults before the whole church. But, hey, that's what I just did. I don't know if that was a sin to get upset because, hey, my goodness, can't, don't people have eyeballs? <laughs> can't they see? Oh, God. Hallelujah. But anyway, it's real. Amen. If we're not careful, we'll get drugged down a path that we don't want to go down. Hallelujah. And we'll be saying things we shouldn't say and doing things that we shouldn't do. Praise God. Thanks be to God. I didn't cuss nobody. I didn't hit nobody. Yeah. Even though I wanted to, I didn't. Somebody says, it's a thought that counts. Well, I whipped them both. <laughs> If, it, if I could whip them with my thoughts, I whipped them both. They, they probably both could have whipped me. I mean, I'm a 63-year-old man. You know, they were young guys. I'm sure they could have got the best of me. But in my thoughts, I whipped them. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know what? I can't live like that. Amen. I can't walk around with that kind of attitude and that kind of spirit and that kind of stuff. Hallelujah. So I repented. God forgave me, and I'm at church tonight preaching to y'all. Because God restoreth my soul. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you tonight. Hallelujah. He's standing ready, willing. He's full of mercy. He's full of grace. Hallelujah. He is full of love and kindness. And amen. And, and, and just what we need here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you got a little ill at somebody this week because they did you wrong, maybe you just need to say, God, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me go down that path. Don't let me get angry. Don't let me get bitter. Don't let me get hard-hearted. Don't let me. Don't. I don't need. I need to stay soft. I need my heart, my soul, to stay soft and tender. Amen. Before God, because hey, Hallelujah. Ain't nothing or nobody. Amen. Worth going to hell over. Hallelujah. Nothing or nobody worth going to hell over. Praise God. I got to be saved, and you got to be saved. Praise God tonight. So. Hallelujah. We're going to pray tonight. Amen. In dismissal, we'll just pray together tonight and collectively as a body. Hallelujah. And let's pray tonight that, amen, that God, God's Spirit will have His free will in our church. Amen. That God will restore every soul in here tonight that may need to be restored. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace here tonight, oh God. Hallelujah. God, we come hungry. We came thirsty tonight, God. We came Hallelujah, seeking your face and desiring your will be done in this sanctuary tonight, in this church service tonight. God, I pray, Lord, that, amen, that you would touch every heart, hallelujah, that is struggling with maybe some, something that they did, maybe a little wrong along the day, along the day today. 
Hallelujah, God. Maybe something that they thought that they shouldn't have thought. Something they said that they shouldn't have said. Hallelujah. Maybe things they entertained in their mind, God, that they should never have allowed to entertain, be entertained in their minds and thoughts tonight. God, there's so many ways. Hallelujah. God, it's not the big foxes that spoil the vine. God, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's the little things. It's the little things that, hallelujah, that we've got to be alerted to and we've got to be aware of. Hallelujah. And when we feel ourselves kind of getting off track just a little bit, hallelujah, through our feelings and through our actions, God, I pray tonight, God, hallelujah, God, that you will prick our hearts and Hallelujah, you will make us know and understand tonight, God, that, hallelujah, in times like that, amen, we need to get on our knees and pray, and we need to lift our hands to heaven and cry out to you, God, be my shepherd again, hallelujah, be the restorer of my soul. God, I pray tonight, God, that you would restore each and every child of God here tonight, hallelujah, God, oh, God, be the restorer of our soul tonight, God, restore us. Strengthen us, renew us, revive us. Hallelujah. Encourage us tonight, God. Hallelujah. We may be the DIY generation, God, but there's some things that we just simply can't do for ourselves. Hallelujah. We save ourselves. Hallelujah. By crying out to you and calling on you, God, and asking you to restore us when we need restoration. God, if there's somebody in the house tonight, God, that needs restoration, I pray, God, that you would grant it. Hallelujah, God, we don't have to scream and holler. God, we don't have to, amen, shake people, amen, till, uh, until they can't even think straight, God, tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. All we got to do is open up our heart, mind, and soul to you tonight, God, and say, God, restore me, God. I see the error of my ways. I see the wrong that I have done. Hallelujah, God. I pray tonight, God, Lord. Hallelujah. As we repent of those things tonight, God, you would... Wrap your arms around us. Uphold us with the right hand of your righteousness. Hallelujah. Creating us a clean heart. Renewing us a right spirit, O oh God, tonight in this house. It's Wednesday night. Hallelujah. It's the middle of the week. God, we need your help, God. Hallelujah. To make it the rest of the way, God. Hallelujah. God, we love and praise you and appreciate you tonight, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for every example of your word tonight, God. Hallelujah. That lets us, amen, stand assured tonight that you are the restorer of our soul. Hallelujah, God. And if you have to restore us over and over and over and over again, you'll do it, God, as long as we cry out to you for help. That's what we're doing right now, God. We're crying out to you for help. Restore us. Restore us tonight. Hallelujah. We love and appreciate you tonight, God. Thank you for this time that we've had to spend with you tonight in this house. Hallelujah, God. You've been so kind to us tonight. You were so kind to us this past Sunday morning. Hallelujah. To restore hearts and minds and souls. Hallelujah, God. Help us to all realize, hallelujah, God, that at times we will need your restoration work. Amen. To restore our soul. Hallelujah. Touch us tonight, God, in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He restoreth my soul. I want you to get to your feet tonight. I want you to point your finger to heaven. And I want you to say with me tonight, He restoreth 
my soul tonight. Hallelujah. He restoreth my soul. I can't restore my own soul. Amen. He and he alone restore.